Now we're rolling Damage Plan MMA Podcast. I'm Jason. As always, my co-host, Mr. Zach Partridge. We are back with another Fighter Spotlight, welcoming two gentlemen from Jeremy Horn's Elite Performance Fight Institute. I don't even know if that's the name of it, but it's Jeremy Horn's gym. Andrew Boquet and Colton Kenist, Kenist, Kenistin. Keniston, yeah. Colt 45, Keniston. No, 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 we're not doing that. <laughs> I hate it. I hey, hate it so much. Hey, guess what? I can, make that, we I can make that happen, Andrew. I can make that happen. How, okay, how good of a nickname is Colton Colt 45, Keniston? It's pretty badass. Right? Hey, I, hate it. I hate so it. I hate it. He's going to say it on the pay-per-view. He's going to say it on the pay-per-view. <laughs> and I'll get the ring announcer to say it on the mic. So, sorry, dog. He just got overridden. And we can have Dre announce it on U92. I love it. <laughs> All right, that, that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Colton's like, I don't like the name. Well, I mean, Colton, here's the yeah. deal: you can't give yourself a nickname like that. No, right? I've, I've always said that. I've always said that. Like, right, right, you can't. But if somebody else gives you a good nickname, just take it. Think of, think of the fight shirts you could have made with two Colt 45s on the front. Yeah, I thought about that. I was like, oh, I could get like some cool like bullets. Like, you could have walked like, out with a little like gun that. belt with two little, you know, little cap gun 45s on there. Oh, okay. If you knew anything about me, you would know that that is so not like my style. <laughs> like, that's what I have like so gun or anything, but that's just like that look is just very not me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's, but I feel like it's stuck now. Zucker boy Partridge. <laughs> you know, he just says that because he moved to Vegas. He knows he wouldn't say that to my face. I choke him unconscious. He ran away. I, I'm yeah, telling you, hundred percent. He ran away from all of us. He bailed. Um, he bailed. I I would chamive him to what what he what chamive just did to Holland. That's what I would be to. He's oh, such man. a little. It's basically like fighting a child, right? <laughs> He's such a little guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like, if you want to beat up little kids, you can come to Impact Martial Arts. We got a whole room full of six-year-olds. You yeah. Can up. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, when I, yeah. When I was training Jeff, he was always like, yeah, I got to make weight. I'm like, dude, you could eat like two cheese pizzas and make 125. He's he's like this. <laughs> Nothing. Andrew, yes, over under 50 kids, how many of them could you wipe out? Could you take on 50 kids by yourself? Dude. I would annihilate fifty kids. I just like <laughs> you're just you're just throwing blows, spinning heel kicks, just like helicoptering <laughs> kids across the room. <laughs> like every oh. once in a while, throwing like a seventh grader, like a boss. Yeah, yeah. It's like a <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Just throwing roundhouse kicks, catching like three kids with one leg. Yeah, freshman in high school. Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. kick yeah, kids yeah. into a coma. Like it's just <laughs> <laughs> we're getting canceled. <laughs> we're getting canceled. We're so getting canceled. It's uh, funny because when I opened up a martial arts school, I was super excited about like fighting all these kids. And you don't, it's you don't get to you don't get to hit as many kids as you'd think. It's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So oh man. Oh, <laughs> the only great. reason the only reason why I want to do kids class so I could spar with kids. So bully. 100 percent Yeah. The I, come here, bully. I come here for smash this guy. Yeah. The kid's like, I'm four. <laughs> <laughs> hey, full effort, right? That's a it's a personal problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man all right so we got to talk about your guys's fight andrew we'll, we're going to start with you i think both of you guys have actually been in the cage before right you guys have both fought yep. before and you guys took a little bit of a layoff now you're coming back andrew you and i have some mutual friends justin and jordan i talked yes, to sir. those guys at the gym they told me all about you uh, and here you are fighting man yeah super excited how big how, dude how big is jordan right now jordan's a house man jordan's <laughs> oh, a freaking yeah. house dude he's, yeah. a, he's a big guy man 
it's a big boy but yeah, yeah we, we do it was so i fought the last time i fought was they don't even exist anymore you guys remember clash yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah, so they don't even exist anymore. The last time I fought was for them at Logan at the Ice Eccles Arena, which is actually okay. a really cool arena. It is. It and is. Um, it was like, I think it was like six years ago. And then I sort of took like a little break to get my dojo running and wanted to get myself established. And now we've been um, really, really for grateful for the amount of success we've had with that. And so I have my own business kind of set up with the way that I want it to be. And so now I feel like I can focus a little bit more on my, the passion project, which is mixed martial arts. And I'm 32. So if we're going to be doing this thing, it's time to get rolling. You know what I'm saying? I'm a heavyweight. So I get, I get a little bit more, you know, leeway there, but not much more at 32. How like, big of a heavyweight are you? Not that big. <laughs> like, <laughs> you used to be, you used to fight at like 185, right? 205. 205 my bad yeah 205 so as i've gotten older so i'm about i'm a little under six or a little under six one and i weigh about i float anywhere between 240 to 250 just kind of depending on you know on the day of the, the week or whatever um but as i've gotten older i've just i've gotten a lot thicker i've put on a lot of muscle um and i think i could make 205 but i'll be honest with you why do i want to cut weight i don't to fight better opponents heavyweights suck <laughs> they're horrible i watch these guys i'm telling you i perform the way i perform and i know this is what everybody says but not everybody's me i perform the way that i perform in the gym against heavyweights locally nationally whatever i'm gonna watch these guys like i'm telling you right now you guys will see there's you a couple guys that are probably going to be chiming in here any second now. Yeah. They can chime in. <laughs> so I, I have a question. So, and we'll get to you. Hey, Colt 45, just hang tight. Bro. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, I'm, just, I'm just going to go. Like, I can't. I no, can't. He's like, I can't no, take this. No, no, I'll find you. I'll take no, it out cool. here first. It's cool. Uh, Andrew, uh, what, so, so what, what is your plan going forward? Is it, is it to get active and get rolling now? So I had a, we have, um, you guys know Sean, right? So we have Sean O'Connell over to our gym. Yep. Yeah. And I had a conversation with him and I was just like, look, man, like you're not going to hurt my feelings. Just, uh, a fast heavyweight, like Tanner Bozer. <laughs> um, yeah. That's not a bad comparison. No, man. not at all. So I, I had a good conversation with him and I was like, look, you're not going to hurt my feelings. Just tell me. And he was like, no, you need to do this. Like your skill set, you need to go Ooh. for this. Not a waste of your time. And coming from a guy like him, who's yeah. very involved in the sport, you know, as involved as you can be basically. Yeah. Um, and who has done the things that he's done. I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to listen to that. So I'm going to, I'm going to take this fight. We're going to kind of see how it feels and I need to enjoy it. Right. Because you guys both know this sport requires it. It asks too much of you for you not to like be in love with it. Right. You, right. So if I do it and I like it, then yeah, we're going. Yeah. Fight for fierce a few more times and then get signed somewhere big. I like it. Like so it. is this a like one AMI fight and then yep. and then knock the dust off and then we're gonna go pro? Yeah, I mean we're gonna listen to what Horn says, but yeah, that's as of right now that is the plan at the gym. Because we 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 have a we have a lot of lot of heavyweights that could be really fun. Oh yeah, I've I've been watching them. Okay. My teeth. Oh yeah. Do you have do you have a do you have a dream matchup? Do you have, do you have anybody in mind? Do you have a hit list that you want to throw out there, Andrew? I do, but not yet. I do. I ha this is why. So I'm going to, I'm going to be real. I haven't earned it yet. Okay. I haven't fought. I haven't earned it. Anyone can sit behind the screen and talk shit. Get me on the podcast after the 24th and I'll come on. Better, better yet. I'm going to be doing the in-cage interviews. We could throw out a question there and you could drop a name or two for your next fight after. Let's do that. 
yeah. Let's do that. I, hey, how often do I complain, Colton? These guys get on the mic for one minute. They don't say a damn thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Right? Yeah, they don't yeah, say no. anything. No, you're right. You, you get to talk for 60 seconds and you're going to, I'll fight anybody. All right, yeah. stupid. Nobody cares about anybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to say someone's you're, name. You're, you're there. Make it interesting. Yeah. So yep. let's, let's go to you, Colton. Colton, you've been out of the cage for a little bit too. Tell us, tell us a little bit of your story and why you're, why you're making this jump back in the cage now after, after a few year layoff. Um, well, it's kind of similar to Andrew. Like last time I fought, we moved around quite a bit and I opened up my own gym and I was coaching for a while. And so I did that for a couple of years and then we moved again and I was, and we moved up closer to horns. So I started training there again and I was like, listen, I, I'm still healthy. I'm, I've been really fortunate to avoid a lot of injuries and stuff. Um, so like, why not compete and like, see, like test myself. I like the challenge of it, you know? Yeah. So I just like, I talked to, I just started going to class all the time, just practicing, 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 um, started lifting more, started just like, you know, getting in shape. And then I was talking to everybody at the gym. I talked to Andrew, I talked to, you know, Craig Ross, if you know him and Jeremy and Maggio mm-hmm. and all these oh, other yeah. guys, I'm like, yep. do you think that I could get back into this? And they're, they're like, yes, absolutely. So let's go. You know, it's, it's a pretty damn good thing when you guys got like a Jeremy Horn, you got Dave Maggio over there, you got Johan. I mean, you guys got a who's who of Utah MMA over there, mm-hmm. you know, giving you guys their blessings. That's, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And that's what I like appreciate it because there's a, there's a very high level of authenticity and honesty with those guys. You know, like if you're not, if you're not quite there yet, you know, if it's a goal you have and you're not quite there, they'll tell you, or if you are doing well and getting there, they'll tell you, or if you're ready, they'll tell you like, it, it, I think that's important. And I feel like that's important. I feel like that's important. I do feel like that's pretty genuine. I have talked to people that I'm sure if I said their names and I'm not, and I'm not going to on here, but have have said stuff that they, they felt like that they were more ready than they probably were. And when they went to go get maybe some of those same people's blessing, when they didn't get it, they just got offended by it. But I think that, I think that you guys are in a good place where you guys know Jared, Coach Horn's not going to sugarcoat anything. If you're not ready, he's going to tell you you're not ready. If, you know, if, uh, you know, you're in a room full of guys that, you know, they'll they'll be honest with you. Not to, not to give you uh, false confidence or to tear you down. They're just going to be honest with you because they're, you know, they've been around and especially somebody like Coach Horn, he's earned it. I mean, who's more qualified to say who can do what than, than Jeremy Horn, right? Right. That's why he's my dad. (laughs) <laughs> you gotta listen to daddy horn yeah andrew's, andrew's horn. lobbying to get horn to adopt him it's essentially already happened at this point he, <laughs> is, my, he is he is my biological father oh geez here we go oh here we go so so what's it uh andrew i'll start with you and then colton you can answer after andrew but what's it like being in camp with two uh, you guys there's four of you guys fighting out of horns gym you got maggio and johan fighting in there yeah we're uh, half the card how dope is that mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So what's it like going through camp with with two two other of your guys' teammates? So when we, Colton and I, I, so I don't know if you guys know. So Colton and I grew up doing martial arts together. We have been doing martial arts together since we were oh, like 12, 13 years old. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We've, been, we've been friends since we were in elementary school. We were enemies long before that too. Yeah. Did you guys fight? I mean, I tried. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, weight classes, right? So <laughs> they exist for a reason. So, okay, so this is a cool story. So check this out. When I So I'm, I'm originally from California, San Diego County. And um, I moved to Utah when I was like nine years old, right? And Colton was, was already here and um, made some friends with all, you know, all the shithead kids because I was a shithead kid, whatever. And uh, so Colton was kind of like the awkward kid in class. And he would do stuff like teacher would leave the room so we'd all like you know be wiling out she'd come back and it'd be like who was talking and colton would be like andrew and jai and i'd be like <laughs> like so you know that kind of stuff so we became enemies and honestly i picked on him for a long time i was like i was bullying him um not without reason he kind of he was, he was asking for it don't justify <laughs> your bullying it's not a good look it's yeah. it's not good but it wasn't unprovoked it wasn't unprovoked so i was wrong i was wrong so he starts martial arts Right, and you started Taekwondo. That was, was that the reason? Was I the reason you started Taekwondo, or was it before that? No. Well, I was always interested in like right. martial arts and fighting, karate, and like grew up on Power Rangers and Dragon Ball Z and stuff. So like, as long as I can remember, I've always been into it. Right. But that definitely sped up the process. Yeah. Okay. Right? So so he got into it, and then I was sitting in class with you know my best friend uh, Arjan. Arjun Jerome, who's he he fought before. Um, and he was like, Hey, do you like karate? I was reading, you guys remember Black Belt magazine? Yep. Yeah, I was reading Black Belt magazine. Zach's like, I'm not into this nerd stuff. So <laughs> I was reading Black Belt magazine. He's like, Do you like karate? And I was like, Yeah. And he goes, My dad's a black belt. And that blew my mind. I was like, You know someone who's a black belt? And so he's like, Yeah, we're gonna go to the school. So we went to there's a school in Sandy at the time called Kim's Academy of Sandy. And this was a massive Taekwondo school. Um, and at the time, they had like four or five locations across Utah. I mean, I don't know. Dude, Grandmaster Kim probably at the time had like a thousand students. Like yeah, it was yeah. it was insane. It was, the really amount of people at the time. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And um, across those locations. So I go in and Colton's there. And you must have freaking felt like you saw a ghost when you saw him. Yeah, no. Like I see this. I was like, shit, I came here to get away from this guy. You know, and here he comes walking through the door. I'm like, like fuck, like this guy's making my life living hell every day. It's like the school. karate kid. And now he's yeah, just yes. up. and I was like halfway to my black belt at this point. Like I'd been going for a while. Yeah, so I go, I take my first class, absolutely fall in love with it. And the instructor talks to me afterwards, or he calls me on the phone. I still remember where I was standing. And he tells me, Look, we want to have you here. We'd love to have you here, but Colton was here first. And I know that you guys have a history. So if you want to train here, you need to call him and ask him permission. Oh. And he, yeah. Super. Hum I'm like 13, right? So <laughs> super humbling. So I called him on the phone. Called Daddy I, Colt 45. Colt 45. Yeah. Call, so I call, I hit my phone. I'm like, yo, call Colt 45. Connect me. <laughs> so calls him. And you told me actually just recently, I assumed that your mom told you that you had to like, let me train or something, but she left it up to you. Right? No, it was entirely like my instructors, my master at the time, my parents, everybody's like, this is entirely your call. Like if you want him to come train and you're cool with it, like that's your call. But if you don't, then we'll tell him that he needs to go somewhere else. Yeah. And he, so he said, yes, which uh, tell me a reason. Cause I thought this was awesome. Like this is super introspective for a 13 year old. All right, yeah. So like at, like at that time, like I said, I was like halfway to my black belt and you know, training gives you a certain level of confidence and you learn a lot about yourself and you grow. And so I didn't really have that before. And I was like, well, this has been a really good thing for me training and all this stuff. Maybe it could like be good for him too. Cause like I knew that Andrew had a bit of a troubled childhood growing up and, 
you know, it was just bad all around. So I was like, yeah, sure. Maybe if it uh, was good for me, maybe it could be good for him. Be a benefit. And it's crazy to think about, right? You think about like throwing the rock in the pond, the ripple effect. Yeah. Because I now own a martial arts school. I have well over a hundred students. I can't even tell. I've taught thousands of kids. We have an after after school program at Impact Martial Arts, a full summer camp. Like we impact hundreds of kids' lives each year, if not thousands. You know, we're we're doing speaking events, and that all started literally just because of that phone call, which is that's, pretty wild. We were kids, and we've been friends ever since. Yeah, we we need to chat after your fight, Andrew. Yeah, I would love to. Absolutely. We, yeah, we have something that I think can we can kind of work, work together on. on Let's do on it. Man. Any, anybody who's passionate about helping kids, they're my ally and we need to be, we need to be in connection with each other hundred percent because awesome. I think martial arts has been such a powerful conduit in my life for making, improving every aspect of it that I, I want to give that to every kid possible. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, so that's, that's kind of how the story started. And then we, you know how it is when you're in the room with each other yeah, and you're training together and we were training hard because we were doing tournaments and we're competing all over the country and doing this stuff. So we were with each other all the time. So you end up being best friends. And so right. it came from like bitter rivals to like, this is my man. Like, the, the, you know, like we, that's cool. everything together. So, yeah. So it, it's pretty awesome. That's awesome. I, I wanted to touch on something, Andrew, you made a video. Um, I think it was last week uh, and talked about somebody at your gym had cancer and what you guys are doing with oh, your fight okay. purses. I, I want you guys, both you guys can go ahead and touch on that a little bit. Um, and, and tell us what you guys are doing, uh, for, for the guy at your guys's gym. Yeah. So one of, uh, man, guy white, who's been training at horns. So I've been training it there since I was like 17. Colton, you started a little bit after me, I think. Right. Yeah. He, he, so after we finished doing our cake, stuff and doing all the tournaments, those will kind of run its course. Andrew was like, dude, you got to come. Like I got this new gym. I'm going to Jeremy horns and like learning MMA. And that's kind of how he got me into yeah. it. But he was training there before us. Yeah. So he's been there for a long time. Shout out to Dave Castillo shit canning me my first day when I was 17. <laughs> knocking me out. Thought I knew how to strike because I did Taekwondo. Found out I didn't. Um, but yeah, so Guy White's been there for a long time. And Guy, I, I won't I won't talk about this too much because it's his story to share. But he has an yeah. incredible, incredible life story from where he was just the lowest of the absolute low to pulling himself out of that. And um, he's an amazing person. And he is, he's one of those guys who truly will do anything for you. Any, anything you need. I mean, if he, if he's got $1 left to his name and you need a dollar, you got a dollar. I mean, he, he is just, he's the nicest guy in the world. He's a single dad um, from very, you know, very humble beginnings. And then, you know, he gets hit with this cancer thing. And it's like, I was talking about in the video, you guys know how it is. Every person that it feels like every person that gets cancer is like the nicest person, you know, right? Yeah, you just, never hear anybody like gets cancer and then be like, man, that guy was a dick. Good. He deserved it. That's what yeah. I'm saying, man. He, <laughs> yeah. He's an awesome dude. He's got a really, really cute daughter. He's a cute single dad. And it's like, why guy? Like, I'm kind of an asshole. Give it to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? So when we heard, I was like, we got to do something. So there's a GoFundMe set up and we'll be, we'll be posting that and everything. Cool. But also we were like, you know what? We don't really need the money from these ticket sales. He can use it a lot more than us. And we're going to sell a lot of tickets, which we've done, I think a pretty good job at so far. Um, so I was like, let's just give all that money to him. And you know, cause everyone always says at their gym, we're a family, we're a family, right? Okay. Well, if you're only a family, when you're in the training room, you're not really a family. Yeah. yeah. Put you your know? money where your mouth is. Exactly. And it's uh, like, like Andrew said, it's like, we didn't, don't really need the money and it's like this would be such a cool like gesture gesture and like take a take a page out of um uh tyson fury's book you know yeah he donated true. a bunch of his money and i thought that was so cool I was I like, all of it. 
yeah, the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like let's like let's let's do that. And like you know, it's important to give something back and help yeah. out a guy who really does truly deserve it. He's the nicest dude. Like he's total sweetheart. Yeah, and, and you know, honestly, big shout out to Maggio and Johan because they're both doing it as well. And Colton and I are a little bit further along and established in like our careers and what we're doing and everything. Them making it's a bigger sacrifice to them is my yeah. point. And so you know, major props to those guys because yeah. you know that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's, that is cool. And, and, and that's where I, I told, so we usually as a show, right. You know, tell people click the link or whatever. I try to let our fans know like, Hey, if you're not coming to watch a fighter, try and click one of your guys's links so that that's, you know, it, it goes. Yeah, I, I heard you say that last week. I really appreciate that. that was super, really cool. super. That was really cool of you guys. Thank you yeah, very much. We, 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 we do to try and, you know, try and get the fighters to get a, a, as much of that as, 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 is we can help them too as a promotion, right? Right. Yeah. Um, so from a fight standpoint, um, talk about we're gonna talk about each one of your fights. Um, Andrew, uh, what do you know about Caden Bentley? You watched him fight before. Do you do you just you you that seem pretty confident in yourself, which rightfully so you should be. Uh, you know, going into a fight, but is it something where uh, you don't watch your opponent or kind kind of what's your vibes going into the fight? No, I definitely watch my opponent. If there's tape, I'm going to watch, right? And, you know, our friend Devin, um, Slender Man, we're not going to be able to not watch anyway because he's the biggest creep of all time. Like, if any anytime there's even word of us fighting someone, he's like, here's his name. This is who he was friends with growing up. Here's his MySpace profile. I'm like, how did you get a MySpace profile? You know? So, That's still a thing. Yeah, yeah, they're still there. You can look at them. So you might have some stuff on there, Zach, that, you know. Do I still have my Michael Jordan MySpace wall that I had? Uh, oh from when I was 17. See, that's cool. Mine's really cringe. So I don't want to talk about it, but <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I, I watched him fight um, and I am really confident, but I'm, it's not, I'm be confident against anybody that I was fighting. I, I think that my skill set, and granted, I've been training a lot longer than most of these guys. I mean, this is my life. This is all I do. I, I do martial arts all day. I'm with the best coach in Utah over at elite performance. This is what I do. I feel confident against everybody. So yeah, I don't, I'm feeling very confident going into this fight. I, I know, I know cool. kind of about his training a little bit, not too much. Cause there's not a whole lot about him. I've, I've watched him fight twice. So yeah, I know what's going okay. on. Cool. Colton, your, uh, your opponent came on the podcast last week and, and, and had some, uh, some things to say. Do you, do you have any uh, Indeed. Uh, feedback on that? Yeah. He just said a bunch of cringe shit. So yeah, no, it's uh no, like that's not really my that's not really my thing. Like, I'm uh, there's a lot of high profile guys on this card, so I'm kind of cool like going under the radar and just uh, you know letting the work and performance that I put in the cage do that, do the talking. It's uh, I mean it is it is what it is. It's not like you know people can say whatever the hell they want. It doesn't really mean anything. I'm just there to put in work and make this guy's got life a living hell for. You know, as long as I feel like it. I like it. I like it. Is if there I, any... if I might add him. Yeah. Go right ahead. <laughs> I, I had a I had a feeling one of you would and I actually had a feeling. <laughs> we talked about this before and he's like, like, like give... what talk should I do? I'm like, you go ahead and do it because <laughs> I wanted to give Colt forty five the first shot, you know. I mean, I, I don't know. I think I think there's a lot to be said for quiet confidence. There is. That's and true. I just and think I... you know, you're out here making a lot of noise, like, okay. Be noisy. I think there's a lot to be said when you're name dropping the whole time during your entire interview. I got some bad news for you. What's a, what's his last name? LaCroix? 
<laughs> Who's that? The, the Riley Lacroix, right? The sparkling water guy. Pellegrino. <laughs> oh, Pelle- whatever. <laughs> I get these guys mixed up. But um, these people can't go into the cage with you. You know what I'm saying? They can't. They can't fight yeah. for you. So yeah, I don't know the your wrestling coach that you live with. Okay. I don't think you guys are practicing wrestling in the front room, but all right, you know, like it's it's just name dropping the whole time. It was whatever, man. It was lame. We can look your record up. Would you say you got like this dude's this dude's record is like uh it's like Hicks and Gracie's three hundred and oh. He's like he's like counting every sparring match he's ever had. He's like, I got like twenty guillotine submissions. Okay. We have the internet. We can look you up. We know this isn't real. So whatever, man. I fought in front of 30,000 people. You know how dumb that is? UFC Paris. You know what the attendance was, Zach? I, I don't. I, I, I know it wasn't above 20,000. Yeah, think. you're right. It was 14,900. So yeah. he fought in front of twice the amount of people that Cyril Ghosn fought in his home country? Okay. <laughs> maybe added a, maybe maybe it was three thousand, not thirty thousand. Maybe he just misspoke. Is a typo? Yeah. Typo. You know what? That math would be hard for that guy. I could see that being difficult. So yeah. And as far as far as all like King Jordan came out here, that dude's a good fighter. Who? That Jordan. I forget his last name. He said he was King Jordan is what he was calling him. Who came out here? He had a really good fight with Bobby Green one time, or uh, yeah, Bobby Green. I, I, or Bobby King. Sorry, um, I forget his name. Jordan, whatever from from Las Vegas. He was another guy who was name dropping. I, we can't even keep up with all the names. He was saying so many people. It's like okay. a freaking guy's like a phone book. But um, you know, they're saying they're all the, he's going to come out here and he's going to beat up everybody from Utah. First of all, no, you're not. Absolutely not beating up anybody because you're going to first. We're going to get past a minute and you're going to gas out in this fight. First of all. <laughs> Because you've never won a fight past a minute, but like you're gonna come out here with your boys from Vegas, bring them on out, put them on fierce. We'll sell like twenty thousand dollars worth of tickets again, and everyone can watch you and all your homies lose. I'm in. Let's do it. You're not beating Utah MMA. Come on, man. Think about the guys we got. Johan's gonna smash anyone you bring down here. Maggio's gonna outstrike everybody. Dominic Salas is gonna. He's the toughest dude I think I've ever seen in my life. Dom's tough. <laughs> Dom That's is what I'm tough. Saying. Like. All right, so hey, okay, so let's just pivot real quick from yeah. your rampage. Um, uh, what do you think of that Dom Johan fight? I so I love Dom. This, so here's the funny thing about Dom. Colton, Dom's, you were with Dom's me. really cool. I like him a lot. You were with me for all these all these fights where we were watching him. I didn't yeah. like him at first. Remember, I was like, this guy sucks. I don't like him. No, and then I, I him always liked him. No, 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 you did. I didn't. Okay, and then, and then he doesn't know this. So if he sees this, I love you. But like. Then we watch him fight a second time, and I'm like, "All right." Then I watch him fight a third, and I was like, "All right, this guy's badass." Like you, it's one of those. He's a fighter's fighter. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, he's a fighter. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. He's hard to watch and be like, "I don't like him." So he won me over, right? Which is like that's way better than someone just being down with you from the beginning because like I actively wanted to not like him, and yeah. then he was just so damn tough. Um, I think that's a great fight. My personal opinion, I think Johan is the best 55er in the state by far. By far. This is 170, I, though, isn't it? it this is. fight's at 170, yeah. yeah but 175. They're both, they're both just being fat, though. They're, they're both, you know what I'm saying? But I, whatever, 170. I think he's the best there, too. Yeah, His like, ground pressure is unreal. The kid's a freaking yeah. beast. I was rolling with Johan just last night, and it's like, it's like, it's me weird, isn't it? Wrestling in my living room with my five year old. It's, it's weird. It's insane I, I, how strong he is and his top pressure and just his 
ability on the ground to just hold you there and you cannot move and you're fighting yeah. like hell. It's insane to me. Yeah, I did roll with him a couple of weeks ago over at the, one of the police training centers. And uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. Yeah, he's one of those guys who he doesn't, he's like 170 pounds, right? But it doesn't yeah. feel like that. Yeah. It, it feels like you got a 205 or a heavyweight on you. I mean, he's he's very good. So I, I think Johan's going to win. Um, but I will tell you this. The talk at the gym has not been, we're going to steamroll this guy. The talk at the gym has been like, hey, you're in, this is going to be a three-round fight. Oh, it's, it's going to be a war. It's going to be a scrap. Like you expect, you expect Dominic to go away. You're going to go away. He ain't going yeah. away. Yeah. He's yeah. going to be there the whole damn time. And the same can be said for Johan. He ain't going away either. Yeah. No, yeah. That's a phenomenal he's, fight you guys booked, honestly. Johan's a shit sandwich and uh, everyone's going to eat it. <laughs> is, is there a fight on this card that you guys, outside of your gym, like fighters from your gym, that you guys are like, I, I want to watch this fight after my fight's over with? Yeah. I, so, like, I like watching Joel fight. He's yes. awesome. Like, obviously, he's really, really cool to watch fight. So I'm, I'm excited for that one. Yeah. Who's the main event at this one? Hardman and spot? Dunkel. Carson Hardman and oh, yeah. uh, Dunkel. Hardman's really good too. Yeah. 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 I the whole this is actually a really good card. Like from top to bottom, every fight's pretty good. Yeah. So I I'm I'm sort of looking for him to all of them. I like Zeke. Zeke's he's I like, looking yeah, yeah. Zeke is, Zeke he's is looking in phenomenal shape right now, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah he is. He touches people and they just die. Yeah. I like him. We don't, oh, hard. It's so entertaining to watch him fight. We don't know a ton about of his opponent. I believe he's more of a jujitsu guy. So stylistically, that could be a really interesting fight if that guy decides that, hey, we're going to try and hang out on the ground. I, I'm, I'm not sure what to expect from him because he's a lot kind of like you guys. He's coming off a long layoff. He hasn't fought yeah. forever. And well, here's some advice for fighting Zeke. Be a jujitsu guy. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. yeah, yeah, man, like you get hit with that Polynesian hammer. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. It's probably night-night. So yeah, I ain't fighting no Polynesians, dog. Man, he's – I know. That's the thing. When I go to heavyweight, Horn's like, you're going to fight a bunch of Polynesians. And I'm like, yeah, that sucks. But <laughs> it is what it is. So, yeah. so I won't say who or where or whatever, but I recently reached out to an opponent for a, a certain Polynesian heavyweight, and they had a loss to another Polynesian heavyweight. And two, right? No, just one. Just the one, yeah. And but he, uh, the, the manager said he's like, I actually don't mind that fight for him, but um, he's sick of coming to Salt Lake and fighting your island boys. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that was the best response. Oh, okay, at least he's island honest. That's boy. Dude, Utah MMA, man, don't sleep on us. Don't sleep on it for real. Oh, yeah, sure. don't sleep on Utah MMA. I don't know if you guys know this, but like, that's like that, that's my thing is uh yeah we're gonna have some guys we're gonna have johan and dom a fight for the fans we're sometimes those fights just have to happen like they just kind of do you know um but for the most part we are trying to bring people out from out of state for our utah guys because one is as a matchmaker and promoter myself and as a fighter myself like like i want to i want fierce to be a platform to show that like hey utah like we 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 have guys. We'll fight anybody in the world, and we have guys that'll hang with anybody. Vegas fight capital of the world. Bring up all the guys from Katora and Syndicate. Like, love the challenge mm -hmm. because our guy, our guy. Yeah, I mean, are we a, are, do we have a perfect record against them? No, but like we we we, 
we get our we get our fair share of dubs you know what i mean and that's kind of the way i look and i like a lot of the, my, i like a lot of those guys i don't feel like it's like us versus them because they suck or whatever but i do feel like that utah doesn't get the credit that it deserves and that there's a lot of people that, oh yeah i'll go up to beat anybody from utah it's like dude we we got some dudes that can fight here you know david jordan was the name i was starting to think of okay was, was the name of the yeah 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 so you look at the guys we look at what bobby king is doing right now bobby king's yeah he's the Phenomenal. man i yeah. love that guy man i am such a i'm a i'm a huge bobby king fan anytime he fights i watch another dude that owns a gym basically trains by himself i'm pretty sure just trains himself out at his gym dude's a savage runs a big program out there um mm-hmm. he's fighting on bellator and he's putting on phenomenal fights right like we got sean o'connell right obviously we got like jeremy horn ramsey in the gym like we got fight at clay collard yeah. You know what I'm saying? Tyler, yeah, Steve man. Tyler, sleep on these guys. Come on. Yeah. Mitch, Mitch Ramirez, obviously, right? Mitch, Mitch Ramirez. Ramirez. Yeah, that yeah. dude's a shoe-in in the UFC, right? I mean, everyone knows that. Like, Mitch Ramirez is the worst-kept secret in Utah. Yeah. Right? Like, everyone knows well, that. It's not that bad of a secret. I couldn't. We literally couldn't get anybody to freaking agree to fight him and then show up to fight him. Yeah. Yeah, that was the problem. Do you year. blame him? No. No. no, but you probably I blame everybody that signs on the dotted line and doesn't show up. Oh, if you're signing and not sign, showing up, yeah, that's not he, a good look. He had the worst. He's had the worst luck with pullouts, probably, than anybody I know. Well, he has a wrestler that knocks people out. Not, <laughs> it's not ideal. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? You're going to wrestle with Mitch? Okay, no. You're going to stand up with him? Well, now he knows how to knock people out. So. Does he ever? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but. All right. So. For your fights, Andrew, we'll go first. Do we got yeah. a prediction prediction for your fight? Yeah, absolutely. We're on a three-round mauling. Perfect. We're not getting we're not getting out of there early. It's not gonna be, I'm not gonna win in the first round. It's not gonna be any TKOs or KOs, okay. no heavyweight slop where people are just swinging. You do that, you're going right to the mat. You're going to the mat anyway, so I guess you might as well try it at the beginning. But it's gonna be a three-round mauling, like Habib style, but worse technique. So, but I only got to go for three minutes. How great is that? Three minutes. How <laughs> awesome is that? Dude, I, I was looking at doing an Ami fight in Nevada. You know, they only have two minute rounds there. I was yeah. going to do it for two minutes. You can't even grapple. That's insane. I, no, no, you can't. That's no grappling, yeah. right? It's not yeah, no so, grappling that. So you that's just, my you prediction. Just take him down, stand up, do it again. Yeah, pretty much, right? So, you guys ever seen how a bee kills a wasp? How the bees kill the wasps? Have you guys ever seen that? Like a wasp will like come into like the hive, right? And all the bees will swarm it, and they'll they'll vibrate so quick, so hot on it that it will cook the wasp from the inside out. Really interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. That's what my fight's gonna look like. I'm gonna take this dude down, and I'm gonna work so where I'm gonna outwork him so bad. He's probably gonna overheat. And we got the doctor there, right? He's gonna be yep. there. Doctor will be perfect. there. So yep. we'll be yep. good. He'll be all right. He's gonna make it, but just barely. So Colt forty five, you got a prediction for your fight? Um, just. Three rounds of hell, really. Just, just a horrible slog, and just a pace that he's not going to be able to keep up with, and just maintain that the whole entire fight. Look at Devin Chavez. <laughs> Hashtag yeah. wear your life jacket. Wear your life jacket. Yeah. I like no, it. Oh, like, that's you know, good. Drag that's him good. into the deep waters and slowly drown him. I like it. Notice that no one, everybody that comes on this podcast, we always hear. I'm going to win in the first round. Not, there's not going to be any first round. That's not going to happen. You, you think you're going to get a heavyweight knockout in the first round? It's not happening, right? Unless this dude falls into something, which he might. But, like, this is a long fight. Our conditioning's on point. We've been putting in those conditioning rounds at elite performance. Because if you yeah. don't, what happens to you is worse. So you might as well just get your conditioning in. It's true. 
You know what yeah. I'm saying? Conditioning is a weapon. That's what I always told my guys when I was 100%. training. It's like your your conditioning is absolutely a weapon and probably the one that you have the most control over in terms yeah. of like the fight itself. Very you know true. I mean? Like you don't like it's chaos. You don't know exactly what's going to happen, what they're going to throw. They're going to shoot. They're going to kick you like whatever. Um, but the thing you have the absolute most control over is being able to maintain just a furious pace the whole entire time. So we're be, in good shape baby. For that and do that. Mm -hmm. We're in good shape. We're ready to go the whole time. I love it. I yeah. love it. September 24th, Fierce Fighting Championship. If you have not gotten your tickets yet, go to FierceFightingChampionship.com. There's a little link in the bottom of a little YouTube thing. You can click on it. Click, my face. click on Andrew's face. Click on Colton's click face. face. If you want to. Any of the guys from Horns, Maggio or Johan as well, click on those guys. All their proceeds are going to Guy to help him with his cancer. Um, I'm super excited. Thank you guys for joining us today. And oh, we'll see you guys. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah, we'll see you guys in a uh, in a couple weeks. Yeah, thank you so much. Hey, shout out to everyone from uh, uh, Impact Martial Arts Elite Performance. All our boys helping us at home. Uh, Johan, Maggio, appreciate you guys are going to come out, going to kill it. We didn't talk about Maggio very much, but maybe you guys get him on. Next I, week. I need we need to get Maggio. He's one of my favorite. I love watching Maggio fight, man. That's going to be a good fight because I, I I know Austin and, and Austin's a stud yeah, too. I like he's making his pro debut, so it's going to be it's going to be awesome. Yeah, he's he's one of those guys that doesn't back down either. It's it. I kind of have a love hate hate relationship with a couple of these fights. Dom and Johan is one because they're friends. Yep, Maggio and, and Austin, I consider both those guys friends. And and but you know, I I love it, man. It's going to be great competition. So not you guys have put on a phenomenal card. And by the way, so freaking professional the whole time. Like, because we fought for other organizations, whatever. You guys are killing it. Yeah. Appreciate like, it, man. Like, Thank Fierce you. Fierce is phenomenal. It's been a really, really good experience so far. So I yeah. can't imagine fight night. It's going to be absolutely insane. Yeah. Any, any fighters who want to fight locally, you guys should hit these guys up because they're they're awesome. This has been a great experience. Awesome. Right on. All right, fellas. We will see you guys in a couple weeks. Thank you, guys. FierceFightingChampionship.com. Get your tickets. September 24th, baby. We out. We out. Boom. And.